It's 2023 and here is an opportunity for you. If you have type 2 diabetes, you've got a choice of three things to do. Number one, do nothing and suffer the consequences that comes with type 2 diabetes. The consequences are some very dangerous complications, such as diabetic neuropathy, retinopathy, so you go blind, and a whole host of other potential diseases. The second option is take medication. So your doctor might tell you to eat better, exercise more, and take medication. But what does that mean? The trouble is most people don't know what exercise better or eat better means. And so they become reliant on medication, which ultimately will only manage the symptoms, not get rid of the cause. In this video, we're going to be discussing five specific ways for you to not manage type 2 diabetes, but reverse it altogether. My name is Haru Rabani. I am a health coach specializing in helping people reverse type 2 diabetes. So here are five things that have been working for me, my family, as well as my clients in reversing type 2 diabetes. Number one, exercise. What do I mean by exercise? Now, if you've got type 2 diabetes, there's an 80% chance approximately that you are probably overweight and maybe immobile. So when I say exercise, I don't mean go and do the London Marathon or the New York Marathon or go to the gym and become a bodybuilder. No. If you've got type 2 diabetes, stop moderately. And one of the best exercises you can do is walking. Doesn't matter how much you can walk in terms of distance, but if you can walk every single day, total time, 45 minutes, you are going to make a massive difference to your blood sugar control. How can you do that? Well, one thing is, which is something that I do regularly, which is as soon as you have a main meal, you go for a walk. That walk, make it seven and a half minutes, eight minutes long in one direction and then walk back home. What that will do is that will get your mitochondria to be working. Your heart has the highest numbers of mitochondria. These are your energy factories and they're going to be taking up your fuel, your sugar and burn them. What that means is as soon as you start walking, your sugar gets depleted. And so when your food gets digested, you don't have that big sugar burst or the sugar spike. As well as your heart working, you get your lungs working, your back, your arms, your legs, all of these are involved in when you go for a walk. Now, if it's raining, it's chucking it down with rain, use an umbrella, wear a raincoat. There's never such thing as bad weather. It's just the wrong clothing for the weather. Now, if you're really struggling because it's really pelting it down with, I don't know, heavy six foot snow or something, then walk up and down the stairs. It really works. But you might want to do it for 5-10 minutes. How fast should you walk? Moderately. It's not about walking fast. It's just about getting moving. As you progress, do more and more exercises such as walking and then do other exercises. Perhaps then go to the gym, go for a swim. So that's number one. Number two, you must improve your nutrition. Actually, number two, three and four should be just nutrition. First thing about the foods to avoid. If you've got type 2 diabetes, your worst enemy is refined flours and sugars. So those things have to go stop eating those because that's what's causing the damage. Also similar to that is highly processed food. If it's got a label on explaining what the what ingredients are in the food, it means it's been processed. Eat as natural as possible. This is why plant-based nutrition is actually very useful for someone with type 2 diabetes. You don't have to become a vegan. If you want to, that's up to you. You might want to take supplementation if you become a vegan. Make sure your foods are 
diverse. They've got a whole range of colors, red foods, yellow foods, green foods. You want to have fiber-rich foods and foods low on the GI index. You don't have to totally avoid rice and potatoes. Just bake them the day before or make them the day before. Put them in the fridge 24 hours later. Eat them because you will create something called soluble starch, which is great for your gut bacteria and has a lower GI index. Eat anti-inflammatory foods, foods and spices that will bring inflammation down and avoid inflammatory foods. Sugar is inflammatory, so is milk, and a lot of people are lactose intolerant. So avoid those kinds of foods. Avoid dairy if you can. Do it for three months, do it for six months. Once you reverse type 2 diabetes, you can go back to eating some of the not-so-good foods. I'm talking about the cheeses, etc. Cheeses aren't so bad, but you can get back to it later on. But first of all, let's get your diabetes gone. The third thing is to manage your stress. You know, chronic stress actually does damage. It causes inflammation in your body. Not good. It causes insulin spikes in your body. Certainly good. And so how do you manage chronic stress? You practice stuff like meditation. I've been leading meditation groups for many, many years, including at my retreats, and it's totally measurable how quickly you can change the state of your health simply through the practice of short meditations. Practice mindfulness. In other words, be aware of those things that are causing you stress. Don't get involved in dramas. So learn to be mindful of your thoughts, mindful of your feelings. Now, one of the things you want to do is boost your immune health. Your immune system, by the way, 70% or more is within your gut. What does that mean? That means that the bacteria in your gut, which by the way, outnumbers human cells, are contributing to 70% of your immunity. What that means is eat foods that are rich in probiotics. I'm talking about stuff like kimchi, sauerkraut, miso. All of these are very, very good for you. Have that in your diet every single day. Another way to boost your immune health is the way you breathe. Have you noticed people who have panic attacks, anxiety attacks, they breathe like this? <laughs> so what's the opposite of that? Opposite is breathing correctly. And I have to say, every single person who has been my client, including family members as well, have had breathing problems to start off with. When we work on practicing breathing exercises, then what happens is they end up learning to calm their systems down and it's easier for them to reverse type 2 diabetes. So there are five areas I've just covered, which includes exercise, nutrition, managing stress, boosting your immune health. And the fifth one actually is reduce your insulin spikes. What do I mean by that? Insulin resistance, which everyone talks about, causes type 2 diabetes, is caused by excess insulin in your system. How do you create that? Every time you put food in your mouth, you are going to have a bit of an insulin spike. Some foods, the carbohydrate-rich foods, are going to give you bigger spikes. So you, what you want to do is reduce that hyperinsulinemia by reducing the time you eat. That is called time-restricted feeding or time-restricted eating. What that means also is that as you reduce that, that means you have a longer time where you do not anything in your mouth except perhaps water, teas, coffees, no sugar, no milk. That's called intermittent fasting. And you know, intermittent fasting has been shown and still is being experimented on to help 
reverse type 2 diabetes. Unfortunately, not enough science has been done in that area, but intermittent fasting has been happening for tens of thousands of years because our ancestors never used to snack between meals. They may have one or two meals a day, and that was it. Today, in modern society, we have our fridge freezers, we have our cupboards, and we pick all the time. And every time you eat, insulin spike, you're not giving your digestive system a break. You're not giving your kidney, your liver, your pancreas a break. So if you've done intermittent fasting, please, please, please do that this year. If you've never done it before, then you're welcome to join my intermittent fasting challenge. It's a 21-day challenge where you get to practice intermittent fasting with my support and guidance. It's a free online course. You will keep on increasing the duration of your fast, reducing the time that you eat. The idea is by the end of 21 days, you have enough practice to go ahead and do it on your own. I mean, you know what? If you did full-on intermittent fasting for a few months, maybe three months, maybe six months, you may, I say may, because if you eat crap at the same time, it's not going to work. You may even have a great chance in reversing type 2 diabetes. The link is in the description. Feel free to join straight away. And then two bonus things you can do to help you reverse type 2 diabetes. So one of the issues with people with diabetes is they have a lot of excess fungus, molds, and yeast in their system. These are craving sugars and they're sending signals to your brain that you should be eating sugar. So a lot of the times you're craving, it's not you, it's this fungus, yeast, and mold that really should not be there. And so one of the best ways to deal with them is to go through ozone therapy. So you can go and get ozone therapy at a clinic, and which is great if you can afford it regularly. But because you need so many sessions, I find it far better to use my own ozone therapy kit and use it at home. If you want to learn more about that, I've done a webinar with one of the world's leading knowledgeable experts in that field, Marcus Poitman. All you need to do is click on the link below to go and watch the ozone therapy webinar. It's an on-demand webinar, so you can watch it straight away or in your own time. And finally, supplements. There are a number of supplements that are very useful for people with type 2 diabetes. In my own particular list, and I'm, this is not a medical advice, by the way, and none of this has been medical advice. It's just education and entertainment. And what I use is something called berberine. Berberine is a fabulous natural product that helps control blood sugar levels. So that's one of the supplements you want to take. And there's a range of other supplements you may wish to take. However, don't go buying supplements willy-nilly because a lot of the times they're no good to you. They're not, they're useless. Buy it once you've had consultation with a good functional medicine doctor or practitioner or somebody else who specializes in nutrition. Because reality is most of the goodness that you need in your body comes from your food and comes from giving yourself a break from eating.